Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of the Degenerate Gambler. This podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. We got 10 college basketball bets for you on this Friday, the 12th day of March 2021. Now, we are uh, actually struggling quite a bit here on the podcast. So you might want to fade these 10 picks, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, but nonetheless, I still believe we're going to bounce out of this just like we did. Uh, we're just over a week away from having a, uh, a huge run uh, of wins. And, you know, unfortunately, it kind of bounces out sometimes, and that's kind of what's going on here. But we're going to get things turned around, hopefully starting today with these 10 bets. We'll start things off in the SEC tournament in Nashville at the Bridgestone Arena. It is the Alabama Crimson Tide, 21-6 and on the season, taking on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, 15-13 and on the year. Alabama 15-11-1 against the spread this season. Mississippi State 16-12 and against the number. Alabama comes in eight and a half point favorites in this one. Crimson Tide are averaging 79.5 points per game. They shoot 35.4% from three-point range. Mississippi State averaging 69.4 points per game. They shoot 34.9% from three-point range. Alabama's won seven of the last 10 meetings overall with Mississippi State. The two teams have split their last 10 meetings against the spread at five apiece. Mississippi State is five and one against the spread in their last six games. Four and one against the spread in their last five against Alabama. Five and one against the spread in their last six against SEC opponents. Four and one against the spread in their last five games played on a Friday. Alabama is three and eight against the spread in their last 11 games in the month of March. Eight and three against the spread in their last 11 games played on a Friday. Now, Mississippi State and Alabama have played this season back on February 27th. Alabama held off Mississippi State 64. 259. And also on January 23rd, it was Alabama beating Mississippi State uh, by the final score of 81 to 73. So Bama has won two games over Mississippi State this season. The Bulldogs won their quarterfinal matchup, excuse me, their uh, second round matchup in the SEC tournament on uh, Thursday. They held off Kentucky 74 73. They actually blew a 15 point lead and had to. Uh, hit two free throws in the final seconds to win that game. While Alabama's playing their first uh, tournament game, they're on a three-game winning streak. They last played last Saturday when they beat Georgia 89-79, coming back from double digits down to win that one. Now, the injury front looks uh, pretty good. New team, nobody injured for either team. Coming into this one, 52% of the money is on Alabama at minus eight and a half. And uh, we're going to jump on that as well. Uh, I think we're on a collision course. Uh, uh, or I wouldn't say a collision course, but I think we're on a course for Alabama to make uh, to the SEC championship game. Uh, they are clearly, in my opinion, the best team in the SEC. Um, I think now is the time, if they're going to make a run in March, that they stick their foot on the gas pedal. Uh, I fully expect Alabama to come out push the tempo on Mississippi State, force them to play their game like they did each of the first two times they played this season. And I fully expect Alabama to uh, to come away with a victory right around double digits. I figure you know, they'll end up winning this game late and pulling away. 
Uh, so give me Alabama minus eight and a half against Mississippi State. All right, next up we go on to the American Athletic Conference Tournament. Games taking place at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. Uh, it is the Wichita State Shockers, 15-4 and four on the season, taking on the South Florida Bulls, who are 9-12 and 12 on the year. Wichita State, 9-7-1 against the spread this season. South Florida, 7-13 and 13 against the number. Wichita State comes in 9-point favorites. The uh, Shockers averaging 73.3 points per game. They shoot 34% from three-point range. South Florida averaging 65.4 points per game. They shoot 32.3% from three-point range. Now, these two teams have only met six times all-time. Wichita State's won five of those six meetings. Wichita State also 4-1-1 and against the spread in those six meetings. South Florida 1-4 against the spread in their last five games. 1-4-1 against the spread in their last six against Wichita State. 2-7 against the spread in their last nine games. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games against American Athletic Conference competition. On the Wichita State side, they're 10-1 against the spread in their last 11 games played in the month of March. 5-2 against the spread in their last seven games played on a Friday. Now, South Florida won their first round matchup with Wichita, uh, excuse me, in the American Athletic Conference Tournament uh, yesterday, 73-71 over Temple. That actually snapped a four-game losing streak for South Florida. These two teams met just last Saturday. Wichita State blew out South Florida 82-63 in Wichita. They also met December 22nd in Wichita State, won in Tampa 82-77. So the Shockers have won both meetings between these two teams this season. The Shockers, by the way, have won seven in a row in nine of their last ten. As we just mentioned, their last game was last Saturday against South Florida, and they won 82-63. Wichita State comes in nine-point favorites, 64% of the money coming in on Wichita State at minus nine. And we're going to jump in on Wichita State minus nine on this one. Wichita State's the better team. They've won two games against them. They just blew out South Florida last week. They've had a little more rest. South Florida had to play yesterday. And I think Wichita State's going to try to up the pressure on Wichita, uh, excuse me, on South Florida, and, and uh, try to weather down a little bit. I think Wichita State will succeed in that. I think the Shockers pull away late. Uh, just like I mentioned in the Alabama-Mississippi State game, I think they pull away late. I like Wichita State minus nine against South Florida. Back to the SEC tournament in Nashville. It's the Tennessee Volunteers, 17-7 and seven on the season, taking on the Florida Gators, who are 14-8 and eight on the year. Tennessee, 13-11 against the spread this season. Florida, 10-12 and 12 against the number. Tennessee is a three-point favorite coming into today's game. Uh, Tennessee averaging 72.4 points per game, shooting 33.6% from three-point range. Florida leads the SEC. Well, excuse me, Florida's averaging 74.5 points per game, but they lead the SEC in field goal percentage at 47%, three-point percentage at 35.5%, and free throw percentage at 75.3% coming into this game. Now, Tennessee has won six of the last 10 meetings overall with Florida, including this past Sunday. Uh, Tennessee also 6-4 and four against the spread in those last 10 meetings. Now, Florida is 2-6 and six against the spread in their last eight, 1-5 against the spread in their last six against Tennessee, 1-5 against the spread in their last six games in the month of March. Uh, on the Tennessee side, 
they are uh, 7-2 against the spread in their last nine games played on a Friday. Now, uh, Florida snapped a two-game losing streak yesterday in the first round. They beat Vanderbilt 69-63 in a game that really wasn't as close as the final score. Uh, Tennessee played last Sunday. Uh, they beat Florida 65-54. Now, Florida was without their best player, Trey Mann, in that game due to migraines. Uh, Florida jumped out to a 14-point lead, and uh, Tennessee was able to take control late in the first half and uh, seize control, uh, seize the uh, seize the lead early in the second half, and was able to kind of cruise from there. Uh, Florida greatly missed Trey Mann. Now these two teams have played twice this season. They split the two meetings, uh, with Florida winning at home against Tennessee, seventy to five to forty nine. Uh, also, uh, of course, this past Sunday, Tennessee won 65-54 against Florida. So the two teams have split uh, these games this season. Uh, Tennessee is a three-point favorite, 52% of the money coming in on Florida plus three. And we're going to go with the money as well, and I just simply think this game's going to come down to the wire. I think it's going to be last team with the ball wins, and I think because of that, I kind of like having the three-point cushion here. I think Florida wins this game because I think Florida – matches up with Tennessee extremely well. I think we saw how important Trey Mann is to this Florida team. And I think, uh, and that's what beat them against Tennessee. I really believe if Trey Mann played in the Florida-Tennessee game on Sunday, Florida beats Tennessee and would have had the season sweep. Uh, this is going to be about how bad does Florida want it. Uh, Tennessee's up and down. Now, we may get this Tennessee team that we thought we were going to get all season at this at this time. Maybe their switch flipped late in that first half against Florida and Tennessee blows out Florida. It is very possible that happens. All right, because we could end up with the Tennessee team we all thought we were going to have when they were a preseason top 10 team back in November. But they're, just so, they're so up and down. Uh, part of me thinks Tennessee doesn't even want to play in this tournament. They're just getting ready for the NCAA tournament. So I can wholeheartedly see uh, Florida put coming up with a performance uh, good enough to beat Tennessee. Uh, I'm going to go Florida plus three. I'm personally going to sprinkle a little on the money line. Uh, but if you want to take Tennessee minus three, that's perfectly fine as well. Because like I said, Tennessee may have flipped that switch uh, in the Florida game the, uh, going into March and may end up becoming that team we thought they were. Uh, they're just, they've just been so inconsistent this season. I can't buy that, and I don't buy the fact that Florida doesn't beat Tennessee if they have their best player on the floor uh, in that game, and they're going to have them tonight. So I'm going to take Florida plus three against Tennessee. All right. We are moving on. Next up, we go into the Big East Tournament. As this opens up, New York City, Madison Square Garden to host the Seton Hall Pirates, 14 and 12 on the season, taking on the Georgetown Hoyas, 11 and 12 on the year. Seton Hall is 13 and 13 against the spread this season. Georgetown, 14 and 9 against the number. Seton Hall comes in two and a half point favorites in this one. Pirates averaging 71.5 points per game. They shoot uh, 32. Uh, point, uh, Two point uh, percent from three point range. Georgetown seventy one point five points per game. They shoot thirty six percent from three point range. Seton Hall has won seven of the last ten meetings overall with Georgetown. Seton Hall has covered in six of those ten meetings as well. 
Now, Georgetown 4-1 against the spread in their last five games, 1-4 against the spread in their last five against Georgetown, 10-3 against the spread in their last 13 games, 4-1 against the spread in their last five games against Big East opponents. Seton Hall, 1-6 against the spread in their last seven, 1-6 against the spread in their last seven against Big East opponents, 7-1 against the spread in their last eight games played on a Friday. Now, Seton Hall and Georgetown have met this season back on February 20th. Georgetown knocked off Seton Hall 81-75 at home. Uh, and on December 23rd in uh, New Jersey, it was Seton Hall beating Georgetown 78-67. So the two teams have split their two meetings this season. Georgetown's on a two-game winning streak. They've won four of their last five and six of their last eight. Uh, that includes... Two games already in the Big East tournament. Georgetown beat Marquette 68-49 on Thursday or on Wednesday. And yesterday, Georgetown came from behind to knock off Villanova 72-71. Seton Hall played their first uh, Big East tournament game yesterday. They, in overtime, beat St. John's 77-69. That actually snapped a four-game losing streak for the Pirates. Seton Hall, two-and-a-half-point favorites, 56% of the money coming in on Seton Hall. At minus two and a half, and we're going to go with the Pirates as well. This is a semifinal matchup with the Big East tournament, so this is a bid stealer type of game here. Uh, Seton Hall has a better chance to make the tournament than Georgetown, barring winning this tournament. Seton Hall can pick up a win here. They might have a case to make the NCAA tournament because of their schedule strength. So I think it's extremely important for George or for Seton Hall. Georgetown's coming in. They're playing with nothing to lose, and they have looked like it. Uh, this game is a scary game uh, for betters. I'm going to take Seton Hall and give up the two and a half because I think Seton Hall is the better team. Strictly the only reason why Seton Hall has the Big East Player of the Year and uh, so, uh, and Moscovili. I'm not even going to try to say his first name. Uh, I think he takes control of this game for the Pirates. I think Kevin Willard does enough. Um, Scheming-wise, defensively, uh, to, to beat Georgetown in this one, uh, it's going to come down to the end, I think. So Seton Hall wins this late. Give me Seton Hall minus 2.5 against Georgetown. All right, next up, we go on to the Big 12 tournament at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City. It is the Baylor Bears, 22-1 on the season, taking on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, 19-7 on the year. Baylor is 15 and 8 against the spread this season. Oklahoma State 16, 9 and 1 against the number. Baylor is a 9-point favorite. Bears averaging 85.3 points per game. They shoot a nation best 43% from three-point range. Oklahoma State 76.6 points per game. They shoot 33.7% from three-point range. Baylor has won nine of the last 10 meetings with Oklahoma State. Baylor has uh, covered in six of those last 10 meetings. Now, Oklahoma State, 7-0 against spread in their last seven. 3-6 against the spread in their last nine against Baylor. 5-0 against the spread in their last five. 7-0 against the spread in their last seven against Big 12 opponents. On the Baylor side, they are 2-4 against the spread in their last six games. 2-4 against the spread in their last six as a favorite. 2-4 against the spread in their last six games while playing on a Friday. These two teams met on March 4th. It was Baylor beating Oklahoma State 81-70. They also met January 23rd in Stillwater. Baylor beat Oklahoma State 81-66. Now, Baylor is a nine-point favorite. 63% of the money is coming in on Oklahoma State, plus nine. 
and we're going to follow that money as well. I think Baylor wins this game, but I think it's going to be close. Uh, Oklahoma State's going to have the best player on the floor in Cade Cunningham. Baylor may have two through five in that regard on best players on the floor uh, with guys like Jared Butler, Macy Oteague, uh, among others. Um, but I, I, I like this Oklahoma State team. I like the way they're playing right now. They are a team, I think, that can be a sleeper team to make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I think Baylor's a Final Four team. Uh, I think without a doubt Baylor's a Final Four team. Uh, but I think Oklahoma State's one of those teams that can give Baylor some trouble. They did give Baylor some trouble. While they beat Baylor, while Baylor beat them by 11 last week, uh, they had to pull away late and hit free throws to get to 11. Oklahoma State still covered in that game, by the way. Uh, and I think Oklahoma State covers in this one as well. I think Baylor does the same thing. They hit free throws late. Uh, they end up winning this game by about seven to eight points. I like plus nine for Oklahoma State against Baylor. We'll take a quick break, come back, and we'll have our other final five bets for the day in just a moment. This is The Degenerate Gambler. Back here on The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. As we move on to our next uh, five bets on the uh, evening, we'll start things off in the Big Ten Tournament in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium. It is the Illinois Fighting Illini, 20-6 and six on the season, taking on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, 15 and 10 on the year. Illinois 17, 9 and 1 against the spread. Rutgers 13, 11 and 1 against the number. Illinois is a 7.5 point favorite in this one. The Illini averaging 80.6 points per game, shooting 38.2% from three point range. Rutgers averaging 70.4 points per game. They shoot 31.6% from three point range. Now, Illinois has won seven of the last 10 meetings overall with Rutgers. The two teams have split their last 10 meetings against the spread at five apiece. Rutgers 5-2 against spread in their last seven. 4-1 against spread in their last five against Illinois. 4-1 against the spread in their last five games played in March. 2-6 against the spread in their last eight games played on a Friday. Illinois 5-1 against spread in their last six games. 3-6 against the spread in their last nine played in March. 2-4 against the spread in their last six games played on a Friday. Now, Rutgers and Illinois have played this season, I do believe, as I'm looking at their schedule now, back on December 20th, it was Rutgers knocking off Illinois in Piscataway, 91-88. And that has been their only meeting this season, way back in December. Now, Rutgers has won three of its last four, including its uh, uh, first-round matchup with, or second-round matchup with Indiana. They beat them 61-50 yesterday. Illinois will play their first conference tournament game today. They've won nine of their last ten and four straight. That includes a Saturday victory over Ohio State, 73-68. Illinois comes in as seven-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. And the money, 62% of the money coming in on Illinois at minus seven-and-a-half. And And, uh, we're going to go with the money as well on this one. Uh... I think Illinois is the better team. I think Illinois is playing really well right now. They are really starting to look like a Final Four team themselves. Uh, they're going to have the two best players on the floor in Ayo DeSumo and Kofi Coburn. Uh, Illinois, ha- I think, has turned up that switch. They have hit that gas pedal. I think they're going to blow by Rutgers today. I think Illinois is going to win the Big Ten Tournament. And that starts today. I like Illinois a lot, giving me Illinois minus 7.5 against Rutgers. 
Back to the SEC tournament at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. It is the Arkansas Razorbacks, 21 and 5 on the season, taking on the Missouri Tigers, 16 and 8 on the year. Arkansas, 17 and 8 against against the spread this season. Missouri, 12 and 12 against the number. Arkansas comes in three point favorites. Razorbacks averaging 83.3 points per game. They shoot 34.3% from three point range. Missouri averaging 74 points per game. They shoot 31.8% from three point range. Now, these two teams have split their last 10 meetings against each other overall at five wins apiece. Missouri has covered in six of those 10 meetings, however. Missouri is two and six against the spread in their last eight games, six and three against the spread in their last nine against Arkansas, four and eight against the spread in their last 12, two and six against the spread in their last eight games against SEC opponents. Now, Arkansas, seven and one against the spread in their last eight games, seven and one against the spread in their last eight games while playing as a favorite. These two teams have met twice this season. They have split the season series. Missouri went into uh, Fayetteville on January 2nd and actually blew out Arkansas 81-68 to in a game that wasn't even as close as the final score. Uh, on the other hand, February 13th, Arkansas comes back and uh, in overtime. They beat Missouri 86-81. Now, Missouri was playing without their uh, probably their best player in uh, Jeremiah Tillman, their All-SEC center. In that game, uh, Missouri did a good job just sending that game into overtime, but Arkansas's depth and Arkansas's uh, pressure was too much for Missouri, especially in that overtime period, and Arkansas was able to win that game. Now, speaking of Arkansas, they're going to be without uh, one of their key players and Jalen Williams, who is out with uh, COVID uh, and will be out at least through the SEC tournament. He's expected to play in the NCAA tournament but he would be out for this one, and that is a huge factor in this game, and it's a huge reason why I'm going to go Missouri plus three. Uh, they really don't have anyone without Jalen Williams that can body up with Jeremiah Tillman. If Missouri uses and takes the concentrated effort to get the ball into Tillman and work inside out or work inside period, I think this is where Missouri can win this game. Uh and also, Missouri is going to have to play defense like they've played defense most of the season because Arkansas is a hot shooting team right now. They're they're the hottest team outside of Gonzaga in, in college basketball. There's no no denying that. Uh, but I think this is a bad matchup for Arkansas. I think that's the reason why Missouri won easily the first time and it took uh, Arkansas overtime to beat Missouri the second time without Jeremiah Tillman. Jeremiah Tillman's the key to this uh, Missouri team. Uh, he'll play today. Jaden Williams is a key to a lot of what Arkansas does, especially inside. He will not play today. I think that is a difference maker. I'm going to sprinkle some personally on the money line on Missouri because I think Missouri wins this game. And I think it's because of that factor I just said. No Jalen Williams uh, for Arkansas and Jeremiah Tillman for Missouri. Uh, I'm going to officially take our, uh, Missouri as a plus three. Uh, if you... This is one of those games where I talked about uh, a little while ago uh, with the Florida game. If you feel like you should take Arkansas and, the, and give up the points, I can't argue that. Uh, I'm just telling you why I'm taking Missouri, and I think it's the fact that there is no Jalen Williams for, for Arkansas, which means they have really outside of Justin Smith no size inside. And Missouri does have size inside with uh, with Jeremiah Tillman. Uh, uh, and a couple of other guys that they're Mitchell Smith is another one. They've got guys inside. They're a bigger team than Arkansas, and I think that can be a factor in this one tonight. Uh, so I'm taking Missouri plus three against Arkansas as our official bet here on the podcast.
All right, moving on. Uh, next up, we go into the Pac-12 tournament taking place in Las Vegas at the uh, T-Mobile Center in uh, Las Vegas. It is the Oregon Ducks 20-5 on the season, taking on the Oregon State Beavers 15-12 on the year. Oregon 14-11 and 11 against the spread this season. Oregon State is 16-9-1 against the number. Uh, Oregon is a 9-point favorite in this one. Ducks averages 74.1 points per game. They shoot 38% from three-point range. Oregon State, 70 points per game. They shoot 34.1% from three-point range. Now, these two teams have split their last 10 meetings overall at five wins apiece. They've also split their last 10 meetings against the spread at five wins apiece. Oregon State, 8-1 against the spread in their last nine, 4-2 against the spread in their last six against Oregon, 4-1 against the spread in the last five games, 8-1 against the spread in their last nine games against Pac-12 competition. Oregon, 5-0 against the spread in their last five, 16-0 against the spread in the last 16 in the month of March, 4-1 against the spread in the last five games played on a Friday. So two teams that are red hot against the number playing in this one here. Uh, These two teams have met this season. Uh, has Oregon and Oregon State back on January 23rd. Oregon went to uh, uh, went to Eugene and beat or, or excuse me, Oregon State went to Eugene and beat Oregon 75-64. And then uh, this past Sunday, it was Oregon returning the favor in Corvallis. They beat Oregon State by 1380 to 67. Oregon is a nine point favorite in this one. 54 percent of the money is coming in on Oregon State plus nine. Uh, and this is a uh, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm actually going to change my mind on this one as I'm doing this. I'm going Oregon State plus nine against Oregon. Uh, I both teams are so hot against the spread right now. Um, Oregon's playing extremely well. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. Oregon covers this and covers this easily. Uh, but there's just something about this Oregon State team. They've been well. They've done well against the spread all season. Uh, they've done fairly well against the spread in Pac-12 uh, a competition. Uh, Oregon hasn't lost in three years against the spread in, in the month of March. So it, it's a tough one, but I'm going to change my mind and go Oregon State plus nine against Oregon. Uh, and again, it's going to be a uh, change at the last moment here. Uh, so we're going to go Oregon State plus nine against Oregon. All right. Next up, back to the ACC tournament uh, taking place at the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina. It is the Florida State Seminoles, 15 and five on the season, taking on the North Carolina Tar Heels, 18 and nine on the year. Florida State, 11, eight and one against the spread this season. North Carolina, 13, 13 and one against the number. Florida State is a three-point favorite in this one. Seminoles averaging 79.6 points per game. They shoot 38.5% from three-point range. North Carolina is 75.8 points per game. They shoot 31.2% from three-point range. North Carolina has won seven of the last 10 meetings overall with Florida State. North Carolina is 7-2-1 against the spread in those last 10 meetings. Uh, North Carolina is 4-1 against the spread in their last five games. 9-2-1 9-2-1 against the spread in the last 12 against Florida State. 6-2 against the spread in their last 8. 5-1 against the spread in their last 6 games against ACC opponents. Florida State 
On the other hand, 7-0 against the spread in their last seven games played on a Friday. These two teams met on February 27th, and it was North Carolina knocking off Florida State at home 78-70. They also met in Tallahassee January 16th, and it was Florida State beating North Carolina in that one 82 to 75. Now, North Carolina's won three straight, including uh, two games already in the ACC tournament. They beat Notre Dame rather easily, 101 uh, 59 on a Wednesday, and they held off Virginia Tech last night, 81 73. Florida State got a forfeit win over Duke yesterday because Duke had a player test positive and withdrew from the ACC tournament. So Florida State automatically gets a trip to the semifinals. The Seminoles have lost two of their last three, including losing last Saturday to Notre Dame, 83-73. Florida State is a three-point favorite, 60% of the money coming in on Florida State, minus three. We're going to go with Florida State as well right now. I think Florida State's a hungry team. They haven't played in six days. They're coming off a horrendous loss on the road to Notre Dame. I think we're going to get good Florida State in this one. I think North Carolina's playing extremely well. North Carolina is going to be a dangerous team in the NCAA tournament if they continue to play the way they've played over the last week, week and a half. Uh, they can be an extremely dangerous team uh, once the bracket comes out on Sunday. If When it comes out on Sunday, you better hope they're not on the opposite side of your team in that first round of the NCAA tournament because your team is in trouble if that's the case. Uh, but I think Florida State's hunger for this one, Florida State with an outside chance at a number two seed if they can win this ACC tournament, and they very easily can. They're already in the semifinals. They would have to beat North Carolina and then beat uh, probably Virginia in uh, the championship game if uh, or, or Georgia Tech for that matter. Don't count Georgia Tech. Uh, they can they could win this ACC tournament. And they could end up as a two seed. I think that's what they're playing for. They're going to come out ready to play. Give me Florida State minus three against North Carolina. And our last bet of the day back in the Big Twelve tournament at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City. The Kansas Jayhawks twenty and eight on the season take on the Texas Longhorns eighteen and seven on the year. Kansas fourteen twelve and one against the spread this season. Texas 11, 13, and 1 against the number. This is an even spread uh, coming into this one. Kansas averaging 73.2 points per game. They shoot 34.4% from three-point range. Texas averaging 74.9 points per game. They shoot 35.2% from three-point range. Kansas has won seven of the last 10 meetings overall with Texas. Texas is is 5-4 and 1 against the spread in their last 10 against Kansas. Now, Texas 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five. 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven played in March. And 2-4 uh, and four against the spread in their last six games when there is no favorite like this game today. Kansas 7-1-1 one and one against the spread in their last nine. 7-0-1 oh against the spread in their last eight against Big 12 opponents. 5-1 against the spread in their last six games played on a Friday. Texas is coming in having won four straight. That includes... Edging Texas Tech in overtime last night, 67-66. to 66. Now, Texas and Kansas, uh, looking back, seeing if they have met this season. They did back on January 2nd. Texas blew out Kansas in Lawrence, 84-59, giving Kansas its worst home loss under uh, Bill Self. They also met February 23rd. Texas beat Kansas in that one, 75-72 as a three-point favorite. 
Now, we just mentioned Texas has won four straight, including uh, a quarterfinal win yesterday over uh, Texas Tech. Kansas has won three straight, and they've won seven of their last, or excuse me, eight of their last nine. Uh, that includes holding off Oklahoma in their quarterfinal matchup yesterday, 69-62. to By the way, in the eight of nine wins, the lone loss in that stretch was to Texas uh, back on February 23rd in Austin. Again, this is a pick, a push, or even spread, pick, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the money is actually 50-50 on this one as well. So this is one right here where uh, I don't think you can go wrong with who you're going to take. I'm going to take Texas because Kansas is missing David McCormick. Now, we mentioned yesterday why we went Oklahoma uh, because McCormick was missing. Uh, Oklahoma couldn't hit the bright side of a barn yesterday. That had a lot to do with why Kansas was able to hold off Oklahoma. I think not having David McCormick is a big factor. Uh, dealing with Greg Davis inside today for uh, for Texas, uh, I think not having McCormick is a huge factor in this one. I do think Texas ends Kansas this regular season as Kansas gets ready for the NCAA tournament. I think Texas moves on to the Big 12 championship game with a win today over Kansas. So I'm taking Texas as a pick over Kansas. So our five bets, our 10 bets once again are Alabama minus eight and a half against Mississippi State, Wichita State minus nine against South Florida, Florida plus three against Tennessee, Seton Hall minus two and a half against Georgetown, Oklahoma State plus nine against Baylor, Illinois minus seven and a half against Rutgers, Missouri plus three against Arkansas, Oregon State plus nine against Oregon, Florida State minus three against North Carolina, and Texas as a pick against Kansas. So that'll wrap up the podcast for today. We do thank you for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And until tomorrow, this is The Degenerate Gambler.